Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed.
As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings, and then make those characters fight for our and hopefully your amusement. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, is a little bit of whiskey and a lot of Ken Napsock. Well, it was. I think it's almost the reverse because I almost jumped the gun and started saying, hey, how you doing? And realized I hadn't heard my name yet. So, <laughs> well, You are always welcome to jump in. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. And so is the whiskey when the whiskey learns to speak. Yeah. yeah. Come on, whiskey. Sentient, Join the rest of us. Sentient whiskey. Sentient whiskey. That will be one of the characters that will eventually battle here on Databank Brawl. Is uh, our listeners know, we get these entries right from the StarWars.com databank, so they are fresh, minty, accurate canon. We discuss the characters a little bit, and then they fight. So I think we're ready to just get right into it this week. Love it. These characters are, uh, both characters have been requested. Strangely, one more than the other, which I think will uh, surprise you once I tell you who the characters are. But we're going to go somewhere we haven't been in a little while. Okay. And that is into the era of The Force Awakens. Ooh. Way out there into sequel territory. Love it. Our first combatant is Lieutenant Mataka. Everybody's right. favorite. Everybody's got their Lieutenant Mataka action figure. Yeah. Here's what StarWars.com databank has to say about Lieutenant Mataka. A young officer in the First Order Navy, Dopheld Mataka, graduated at the top of his academy class and received a coveted post aboard the Finalizer. It was a plum assignment Mataka would sometimes regret, as his duties included telling Kylo Ren of the First Order's failure to capture the fugitive resistance droid BB-8. Love it. So, yes, as most people know this guy is, the one who had to watch Kylo Ren destroy that board. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And get choked out for uh, mentioning the girl. Yep. Yep. It's a girl. Lieutenant, yeah, reaction take, really, (laughs) Lieutenant Mataka is. But multiple requests for Lieutenant Mataka. uh, Amazingly, because I think we've trained our listeners to look for the weirdos. We have, and, and I love the databank <laughs> listeners. They're so passionate, and they get what we're trying to do here. Um, this character, there's a lot of reasons I love this character, Joseph. Yeah. We have reached an era, and, and this is thanks to the wonderful work of, of Leland Chi and Pablo Hidalgo and the people on the Keepers of the Canon side from the story group. I think the story group all works with Canon, but we very the reason I think Pablo's at the front and Leland Chi too is they're the keeper of these type of little bits of information yeah. and characters. This is what they do. They're the reasons Jin's doll is named Stormy. Yeah. Uh, Dopheld. <laughs> we are in an era where Imperial <laughs> officers' full names are important. Yep. You and I grew up, it was Admiral Ozzel. It was uh, uh, Admiral Piet. Yep. And now we know it's Kendall Ozzel and Firmus Piet. And it probably always was on some level by the time the late 80s came around. But we didn't know this until no. later on in our Star Wars lives. Absolutely. It was just a bunch of nerds with a license making role-playing games. And like, yeah, Greedo's got to be something. Yeah. How about a Rodian? But now, no. Dop held Mataka. And they're even so uh, uh, in tune with what the character is that they know to give this guy... The crappiest first name impossible yeah. in Star yes. Wars. Yes. <laughs> like, it would be hard to give somebody yeah. a crappier name than Dop Held. And so I like him for that. I also like him because that scene, his big scene, angering Kylo Ren, is both important to 
like the character of Kylo, how he can't manage his emotions and how yeah. he's obsessed with certain things. It's also one of the funnier scenes in the movie. It is it's absolutely played pretty well. It plays really well, and it is one of those times where, like, I think I might see the messenger actually be killed. Yeah, we always say, yeah. "Don't kill the messenger." Don't kill the messenger, and this is going to violate that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like this character a lot. Obviously, we know next to nothing about him, right? Uh, but we know that he did have the bravery to bring bad news to Kylo Ren, and I think that might factor into our fight. Our next combatant is someone who has not been requested as often as Lieutenant Mataka, which is an effing insult to this <laughs> character. Our, our combatant who will go up against Lieutenant Mataka is Temin Snap Wexley. Wow. Yeah. Here's what StarWars.com databank has to say about good old Snap. Temin Snap Wexley is a pilot in Blue Squadron known as the best recon flyer in the Resistance Starfighter Corps. Snap grew up on the Outer Rim world of Akiva, the son of a rebel Y-Wing pilot who flew in the Battle of Endor. His recon flight of Starkiller Base helps the Resistance come up with a plan to destroy the First Order superweapon. Hmm. So yeah, pretty okay. pretty nice and straightforward. Uh, you know, Snap Wexley, uh, he kind of has is doing recon for the databank itself because he reveals yep. they don't add characters from novels. So this is one of those rare instances where we get a juicy novel character from right. Aftermath because he appeared in Force Awakens. Right. I... You're so right. There seems to be, and I pity poor Greg Grunberg. Yeah. I don't know. There seems to be an anti-snap sentiment in the Star Wars fandom. Yeah. And I got to be honest, I don't understand why. I I don't know if it's just the, it feels like, and J.J. Abrams' best friend as, I don't know if there's that element to it. I don't know if there is, I I think in the Aftermath novels, which I love, Mm -hmm. Snap does come off with uh, almost some like uh, yet another precocious right. young kid. Right. Uh, like I believe it was our friend Joe Starr who yeah. was reading Aftermath and then tweeted out his uh, terrifying epiphany that he is reading a Snap Wexley prequel. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if it's the disconnect between the kid in the books right. versus the Greg Gun- Grunberg. What is it? Gunberg? Gr- Greg Grunberg. Greg Grunberg. Grun, G-R-U-N-berg. Greg Grunberg. Yeah. Uh, the disconnect between those two characters or what? But I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I and I understand in Aftermath, he has a little bit of that uh, young, uh, almost like Ezra a little bit too. He's, yeah. Uh, and of course, let's not forget, he's he's the creator of, of Mr. Bones, which is no. a very complicated character <laughs> in Star Wars. Yeah, very, I like Mr. Bones a lot. I, at the end of the day, I do. Yeah. Did not care for him early on. But then towards the end, and by, by Aftermath, by Empire's End, uh, yes. Yeah. I, I want Mr. Bones to be in Battlefront too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Violence. <laughs> I will perpetuate violence upon you. A death hug. I can't remember <laughs> what the exact hug joke is. So, but anyways, um, I don't. I I maybe can understand a little bit of the anti-snap sentiment, but I I am not on that side. I yeah. don't necessarily 
love the character, but but I like that there is a character in Force Awakens that has a pretty deep backstory that entwines very greatly into the rebellion or the end of the rebellion. Yeah, and I think there's something interesting about, uh, you know, we meet him in Aftermath, and he is this uh, precocious kid who's good at uh, electronics. He, you know, he puts Mr. Bones, the death battle droid, together. Uh, he's angry. He doesn't like, he, he resents his mom. But then over the books, he starts to kind of calm down and, and grow up to the point of going like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want to do. And Wedge kind of comes along and goes, you should be a pilot like your mom and let me take you under my wing. Yeah. And then he matures to the point where he is the best recon flyer. Yeah. That's not a glory job. No. He's not the best at blowing stuff up. He's not the best at, you know, darting in and out of asteroids. He's the best at flying and going, that planet's there. <laughs> he's like the he's like the kid in, the, in Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. That cab has a dent in it. Yeah. He's the best recon flyer. That's a hell of a thing to be proud of, to be that comfortable in yourself. Like, I don't need to be hot shot. Right. I need to be a recon flyer. Yeah. I can fly quiet. Like, that's, I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting to me. Uh, and then, of course, we learn that in, in the book that he has got his nickname Snap because he snaps his fingers yes. as a habit. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, we blew past what Lieutenant Mitaka actually looks like, his stats. So yeah, okay. Let's yeah. go back for Let Lieutenant Mitaka's stats. He's Look. got that First Order quasi-imperial uniform. He's got right. some data tubes on his uh, <laughs> uniform. He's got the pointy little ear hats that they got. Yeah. Um, very stern. Uh, skin color fair. Eye color brown. Hair color dark black. Pretty, pretty solidly black. Black mm-hmm. there, 1.8 meters tall. Um, he is a human. I'm trying to find his home planet, but doesn't uh, look like that's going to emerge. Might be in the unknown territories. Might be in the unknown territories. You're right. It's interesting to me that they say he was, uh, you know, graduated very high up in his class there because the f- the first order to me doesn't it, the way it's painted in aftermath is it certainly doesn't begin with classes and academies. Begins with uh, press ganging orphan children and reprogramming their brains in a way to become yeah. the killers. But maybe that changed over the course of thirty years. Yeah, I mean that's what the Before the Awakening uh, yeah. book implies with Finn that they very quickly set up a structure. Structure. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then what is what's Temin Snap Wexley's stats? Temin. Uh, he is uh, of course born on the planet Akiva, uh, species human male, one point eight eight meters. So we're in the same ballpark okay. there. Mass, 110 kilograms. <laughs> I don't like. They did this with Jabba on the big episode we did. When they come to the heavier characters, that's when suddenly the weight factors in. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't yeah. like that. So they only add weight for characters who are large? Who are, quote, big. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, 110 kilograms is his mass. Hair color brown, eye color brown, skin color light. But he, too, much like Qui-Gon, has a little bit of that weathered, been fighting for 30 years look yeah. in my mind. You know, it's hidden by that beard. Yeah, hi, yeah. his appearance is basically bearded Greg Grunberg. Yeah. Barg. Greg Grunberg. Grun, Grun, I can say it. Uh, all right, so any quote for Temin? Uh, quote for Temin is not available. Not available. <laughs> not there. I like that. That's what he says to dates. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just emotionally not available. Yeah, Dopheld <laughs> says, sir, we are unable to acquire the droid on Jakku. That's pretty much all he'll be remembered yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, that's his big line. Who knows? Maybe he'll have a big role in episode yeah. eight or nine. Who oh, knows? Boy. But I think we are ready to fight. Absolutely. Okay. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As always, we get to decide the where and the when. I mean, the when is obviously in the general sequel, era yeah. but is it do we want to go crazy do we want to go past force awakens is this before yeah. the force awakens no i think this is after force oh. awakens now of course last jedi is going to begin roughly around the same time obviously is what we've been promised yeah but that doesn't we don't know i want to put this maybe in that time where um we don't know how long ray was on dakar yeah you know she shows up finn's hurt it, it it makes it makes it feel like she takes a bathroom break, grabs a snack, and she's back out in the Falcon looking for Luke. Right. I think it probably was a couple weeks. Yeah. So in that time, maybe in that time, Snap's doing some recon, and the First Order is, is recovering. They're scrambling. Yeah. And they run into each other at some point. I think so, yeah. I think he's reconning to see, like, are there other bases in our system? Right. Or can we find, like, the main head of the First Order? Because we know... Where did they go? The First Order is going to strike back. Yeah. We know that, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, and we don't know... Uh, 
am I having another brain fart? We don't know what happened to the finalizer itself because we saw the finalizer at the beginning of the movie and then all yeah. of our characters were just on Starkiller Base who had been on the finalizer. Yeah, I mean, one could maybe assume the finalizer was docked on Starkiller Base because Kylo was back home, but you don't necessarily know that. We don't yeah. know that. Yeah, because we could be that that's uh, the ship that Hux and Kylo and Phasma got out on is the finalizer. Right, right. Who knows? Oh, Who knows? Good. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Yeah. But Lieutenant Mintaka, maybe he was relieved from his post on the finalizer. Uh, I bet Kylo Ren destroyed that control board right. and then blamed it on Lieutenant Mintaka. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's enough of a weasel to say, no, I didn't do that. That was Mintaka. Right. He did that. Uh, so do you think Mintaka was on Starkiller Base? Um, I, I absolutely think he was. I think he, I, but I think, if the, again, if the final, I, I'm starting to form this headcanon where if the finalizer was there. Yeah. Mataka would have been part of the the crew on the on the finalizer, getting it ready for departure. Yeah. So I think yeah, he was there, and then that's why he left. Okay. I like this headcanon now. Okay, so uh, the the member, not the leader, a member of Blue Squadron, mm-hmm. Sn- Snap Wexley, is flying. He's doing recon. He's flying quiet and close, like only he can. Right. And I think he's just uh, tracking trajectories away from. The location of Starkiller Base. Right. To try to find it. And what kind of ship does he come upon? Does he come upon the finalizer itself? Does he come upon a First Order shuttle? I think it's a First Order shuttle. It's a okay. small away team. Maybe Mikada's uh, part of it. Maybe he's given a tiny command. Yeah, he's given yeah. a tiny command. Yeah. It's like yeah. him in a droid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> him in a protocol droid, right? Yeah, and one, one of the lazier FNs. Yeah, One yeah. Of your first order troopers. <laughs> and I like that yep. maybe maybe it's the same thing where Lieutenant Mitaka has been bumped down to recon right. and they've sent out some of the uh, people they don't like uh, who didn't do as well in the academy right. to look for the location of the resistance. Right. So uh, I think uh, Temin comes out of hyperspace mm-hmm. and right there, mm-hmm. first order shuttle. Right there. What does he do? Does he just open fire? Or no. does he... No, he does it because he's a good recon guy. Yeah. So immediately he's going to try to see what's going on. He's going to try to report back that there's a First Order shuttle there. Um, and as he, 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 like, what planet is over, what's the trajectory, all he's kind of, he's good at this stuff. He's oh, gathering yeah. all stuff. But while he's doing that, and he, he does fire off a message to the Resistance base, the shuttle fires upon him. First. Oh wow, Lieutenant yeah. Mataka is on top yeah. of it. So from yeah. his perspective, I would say the droid was okay. The droid was Mataka probably <laughs> was like, "What's that? <laughs> we must do something about that." I, I must tell Kylo, and the droid's like, "I will fire." Yeah, uh, X four eighteen. Yes, has already fired. Yes, yeah, really good uh, protocol droid. And uh, but Temin's a good pilot, right? He's a great pilot. Yeah, he's learned from the best. Learned Nora. from Wedge and Nora Wexler. Wedge. He's got Wedge. it in his blood, and he's got it in his education. Uh, so he takes evasive action. Yeah, he makes a mockery of this blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shields up, and he, and he kind of comes back around, and he's going to try to... The, the, the shuttle can't match... Even with a great pilot, the shuttle's not going to match a, a, a T-70 X-Wing. Here. No, so, the speed, the maneuverability. Yeah. So he... Though, snap... He's still a recon man at heart. He fire, he reports back. I've been fired upon. <laughs> so he's doing. Yeah. He's basically doing running commentary. Yeah. Like this yeah. is a, a ball game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm being. I'm taking fire. Is it like, grav ball? Is that the sport? Grav ball. Yeah. yeah. It's like he's uh, reporting yeah. a grav ball grav game. Ball game. So he. Um, 
Yeah, but I think it's so in that time, in that moment, he takes a hit. Okay. He takes a hit. He takes, takes a, a hit. little shot on one of his uh, his S foils. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and his his astromech droid is doing its best to fix it. Right. He gets a message straight from Resistance Base. Yeah. It is from Cadel Coconics herself. Okay. Yeah. Who, who is on comms? Yeah. And she says, "Do not shoot down that ship mm. without finding out who is flying it." <laughs> so in other words, to tell him, snap, do some. Do some recon. Do some recon. Like, yeah. you can engage, and if you need to shoot it down, that's fine. But right. before you shoot it down, we need to know who is flying that. Because not mm-hmm. only are they trying to figure out where did the First Order go, but who is alive, what is their command structure. Yeah. Because they, they, you know, they might need to do something like straight-up espionage. Right. Right. So they need to scan, they need to identify, they need pictures. Yeah. So, so now his, his S-foil is damaged. Yeah. Top left. Top left, yeah. and he needs to do the incredibly dangerous task yeah. of zipping around to the front of the shuttle, right, and taking basically photos, <laughs> getting the astromech droid yeah. to yeah. snap photos. Which for sure, yeah. if our phones have cameras, absolutely, that face two ways. Yeah. So do astromech droids, yeah. uh, and the, the droid though takes it in that live function. No, it's live. Nah. <laughs> Portrait, portrait. Not square, not square. Not square. No, I can square. edit it that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so he's going to try to swoop around to the front of this ship yeah. and get photos of the pilot. Risky. He basically has to land on the Risky. nose. Not uh, not yeah. literally, but yeah. I mean, right, right Very up to it. Top gun-like maneuver. Yeah. So he's able to send that. The resistance base suddenly gets, um, Connix uh, gets a... Uh, Gets these images. He's a very shocked Makita. <laughs> Just like uh, Mitaka, eyes, yeah. Mataka, Stan Makita's donuts and went through something. Mataka. Um, and it's like he's shocked, and there's just a droid doing all the work. right? Yeah, it's just like, oh, no. Um, cowering, the little ears on his hat are wiggling, you know. And In alarm. The droid, though, manages to get off another shot, and this is the risk all recon pilots take. And boom! As as the photos are being downloaded back at the resistance base, there's like shock, 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 static astromech droid taken out, just totally taken Ooh. out. Just its head explodes. There's similar no to R four. Yeah, oh, it's sit. sad. It's yeah. sad. It's not a buzz droid, but it might as well be. Yeah, it's awful, yeah. awful. Yeah. Okay, but he does get the 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 job done. Yeah. So uh, being a good recon flighter, Tim Snap. Tim and Snap actually knows that sometimes the next uh, move is to get out of there. Right. But there's his hyperdrive is damaged. Damaged. And they're in the middle of uh, like a, a space lane. There's there are there's nowhere to land nearby. There's yeah. Nowhere. So he realizes the only thing I can do mm-hmm. to survive right. is get on that shuttle myself. Oh wow. Which is going to be a challenge. That's a challenge. For yeah, an X-wing to dock with a small <laughs> shuttle. Yeah, who knows Ooh. what you know? Ooh. What can he? What can he possibly do to make this happen so that he can survive? Yeah. And Mataka at this point is still just freaking out. He is right. just imagining Kylo Ren choking him for doing anything wrong. I mean, th- this might as well be Snap Wexley versus the pilot droid <laughs> at this yeah, point. versus X418 yeah, yeah. X418 um, but Mataka's starting starting to get his his stuff his together training's kicking in yeah he is starting to, to yeah, he doesn't want to send a message but he yeah. knows that's what he's supposed to do right I've encountered a resistance fighter right 
there might be more of them. So he is, you know, he, this is basically, you know, when you have to send a really stressful email and you keep changing the words, <laughs> yes. that's basically what he's yeah. doing. He, yeah. He's rewording it again yeah. and again. Yeah. Try to find the right way to say this. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think uh, Snemmen, Temen, Snemmen, yeah. <laughs> which people who don't like him yeah, combine Temen and Snap yeah. and call him Snemmen. Yeah. Uh, he's, Lando calls him Snemmen. <laughs> for sure. He swoops around back, and he is basically going to try to... He knows ships well. Mm-hmm. He knows that if he rams the underside Ooh, of God. the shuttle, yeah. it will engage the landing... Not the landing platform, but the, uh, the, the, the walkway. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the walkway descends. Yeah, so he, he knows if he can ram it just right with the tip of his X-wing. Wedge taught him this trick. Yeah. yeah. Wedge... His yep. kind of surrogate father yep. taught him how to ram a shuttle to make the walkway pop right. out. Right, <laughs> right. To which Nora said, son, please don't ever do that. <laughs> don't, don't ram shuttles. Yeah. But he's got to. He has no choice. Has to. This is survival. So I think he swoops behind. He swoops down. And then he goes <laughs> up. Oh, I've done this in Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Uh, uh, and he, he hits it just right yeah. in that, that walkway. Comes down. Comes down. Yeah. Alerts are going off now in all inside of the shuttle. So there's no way that Uh, Mataka doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, Mataka says to to the droid, what's it again, X-18? X-418. X-418. X-418, go and take care. We we have someone trying to board our ship. Go take care of them. And the droid says, X-418 says, I'm piloting the ship. <laughs> you should do something. What do you want? Do you want to pilot? Or do you want to send that stormtrooper in the corner? So Mitaka turns to the stormtrooper. Stormtrooper says, uh, uh, no. No, I nah. might get sucked out into the vacuum of space. Nah, that's, yeah. not, that's not for me. Not part of my training. Yeah. Not in my pay grade. There's space troopers. I'm a stormtrooper. Yeah. There are space troopers who go yeah. on the outside of ships. Right. There's a, there is a penalty to specializing yeah. troopers. Yeah. Have you not read the comics, he says? <laughs> I'm not a space trooper. Yeah. So right. Mataka's got to do this himself. So I think he grabs like a uh, breather yep. apparatus uh, yep. like we see used inside the belly of the beast in Empire Strikes Back. Right. And he m- grabs a, a big blaster. Oh, yeah. Big one. Big one. And he marches out uh, and he, to the, the, the bottom of the shuttle. Down basically. a couple stairs to the bottom of the shuttle. Mm-hmm. It's open. Yeah. Vacuum of space out there. This Neil deGrasse Tyson would hate this episode. <laughs> the ships are being so noisy in the so vacuum So noisy in the vacuum of space. This is how it works. Um, but Snap has to get into that walkway. That's right. And again, like I mentioned in the comics, he he's featured greatly in the Poe Dameron comic. Yeah. And much like in that comic, this would make sense. He puts on like a little space helmet. Yep. Opens up the canopy of the of the cockpit and uh, space walks to the uh, okay so to the he, walkway. He goes yeah. he goes up. He goes onto the the edge of the nose of yep. the X wing and yep. basically dives for that walkway. Yeah, not before first pausing to look at the shattered remains of his astromech droid and just giving a salute. Yeah, yeah, because Mental he lot. values yeah. droids. Yeah. Yeah. BB-17. Yep. BB-17. Yeah. Different yeah. from BB-8 because he's one yeah. of a kind. BB-17 yeah. was yeah. was different. Green uh, green, green and white robot. Yeah. And he called him Mr. Roundy because <laughs> he names all his droids. <laughs> Mr. Roundy, like Mr. Bones, has died. Mr. Bones. Uh, and he has to take yeah. a huge flying leap right. to push off his X-Wing. And yeah. he just barely grabs onto the edge of the walkway. Because even 
in the vacuum of space, 110 kilograms is tough to move. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and he is just barely holding on. He is yep. struggling. He's got those gloves. He's struggling yep. up that relatively smooth ramp. He can't get his blaster out. Yep. And up to the edge of that walkway, yeah. one hand gripped on uh, some equipment on the side of the wall so he doesn't yeah. go flying. A blaster in the other hand is frightened Lieutenant Mataka. Yeah. And I think Lieutenant Mataka begins firing at he Wexley. Be- he begins firing. Uh, first, Wexley looks up at him. He's still got a line of communication to the resistance base. And he says, one Imperial, uh, one First Order officer um, <laughs> with one blaster. Uh, no other troopers av- around. And, and finally, on the other end of it, there's a bunch of people listening. And Connix is just like, they're like, fight back. <laughs> We're sending help. Yes. But fight back. We Stop have, reporting. We have the photos. Yeah. You don't need a play-by-play yeah. of your life and your death. Just go. Oh, right. So, uh, Mataka fires. There's a reason he's an officer. Yeah. The reason he's a messenger. Um, misses wildly. Wildly, wildly. Yeah. He is peppering the X-Wing behind yeah. Snap Wexley. Yeah. And so, Wexley just has this huge moment of adrenaline. Yeah. And he digs his fingers into the metal and gets as much pressure as he can. He scampers up. Right. And I I think he basically just comes charging as fast as he can. And with his shoulder, Mm -hmm. he just hits Mataka right in the groin. Ooh. Right? And just brings him up with him. Yeah. Like, he's not sure if he gets groin or gut, but it's right in that midsection. Sometimes it's the same. (laughs) Sometimes it's the same. And he just, he bends him like a little leaf over his shoulder, and they both go flying and tumbling into the shuttle. Absolutely. I think in fact, the blaster falls out of Mataka's hand and goes tumbling into the void of space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where uh, miles of, uh, or parsecs later, it runs into like a, a scavenger ship and, it'll, and they'll pick it up and they'll try to sell it to Maz later. <laughs> yeah. So now they're on the Imperial shuttle, but that, that walkway door is still open. Yeah. So what does Snap do first? Does he fight more or does he try to shut down the walkway so they're safe on the shuttle? Um, I think he tries to create defensive space. I think he he pushes a little bit. Um, he he not necessarily punching, but he's just he's pushing and struggling, struggling. Mataka's struggling back. It's like a power struggle right yeah. here. A little test of strength right in the middle. Yeah. And Wexley's talking to him. Oh, I like this. He's like, "Look, man, right now we're in this together." <laughs> We got to sh- shut this door or we're both going to die. Let's work together, man. Yeah. And I think before Mataka can say anything, that stormtrooper comes out and just yeah. casually hits the button in the cockpit and closes the door himself and sits back down. Yeah. And he still says, your problem. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, yeah. I think the stormtrooper, they get trained hard, and now True they're hard. up against the resistance, and they've seen people start to die. Start Their friends die. have been cut by a lightsaber. Yeah, that's... Rumor is that they, they're <laughs> finding that Skywalker guy. We're all gonna die. And he remembers F-8-217. Uh, yeah. Uh, 2187. Uh, uh, they, they, were, they were in the academy together, and yeah. he's like, I heard he left. 
Yeah. I want to I'm not sure I want to stick around. And I saw what happened on Starkiller Base. Yeah. I almost died there myself. I lost many classmates. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to have a high school reunion. Yeah. They're all dead. Yeah, we were going to meet on Jakku, <laughs> go near to Nima Outpost and uh, have a, have a few uh, drinks and celebrate no. our one big victory. But no. Mm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's not having it. it, it no. Mataka, you know, there is classism in first order because that's the way things work. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. and the the little perfect officer with the nice, perfect room and, you know, better food. He can fight for himself for once. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, now, does the, the wonderful speech you were giving from Wexley about yeah. working together to survive. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of moot since the uh, walkway closed. Yes. What does, uh, what does uh, uh, Mataka do? Does he lash out physically? Yes, I see. As that that walkway is closing, Mataka, because well, here's the thing: Mataka Dopheld was listening. <laughs> he he for a moment, Snap was reaching him, and yeah. I'm sure at some point all through his career, Snap has recruited people to the resistance. Oh yeah, first probably the remnants of the the rebellion turned to New Republic, and now the resistance. So he's there's just something earnest about his face. There's just something that's like, hey man, like. We got to work together. We're both going to die, and so there's a moment. But as it closes, much the light of space because space is really bright. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson will tell you um, <laughs> it's now dark on the inside of this shuttle again. Oh yeah, a, a hue, a light red pops like, up. Yeah, yeah. Eerie running lights. Yeah, eerie running lights. Exactly. Eerie running lights. Man, they're great. They open for the sex pistols. And uh, <laughs> so um, when that happens, all Mataka, all this rage. We talk about nerd rage. Oh, yeah. But this it is like, he's been picked on a lot by yeah. Kylo and even the stormtroopers. Dis- no one likes to be dismissed. Mm-mm. So I think what this is that moment where he's like, nope, Dopheld's going to do for Dopheld. And, and that's what it is. No one else is. So he says, absolutely not. Punches snap right in the face. Yeah, I think so. I think it is a just a, a repetitive pummel from his little uh, yeah. leathered hands. Right. right. Those little gloves on. Smack, 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 smack. Now, Temin, you wouldn't know it to look at him these days, right. Right. but he's been through some stuff. Yeah. He once went to Singer. Oh, yeah. Wrath Vallis and said, teach me how to take a beating. <laughs> And Singer's like, I don't want to do this, kid. And he's like, no, it's part of growing up. I need to know. I need to know. You know, if I ever get uh, stuck somewhere where Mm. I'm being beaten, I need to know. Interrogated, yeah. I I do recon. I hold valuable information. I can't have it punched out of me. So true. So it turns out he knows how to take some punches. Right. And these aren't great punches. No. No, no, Mataka. (laughs) These are pretty weak punches. No, not good at all. So he's rolling with it. He's rolling with it. And, in fact, I think he knows to how to roll with each punch right each glancing little blow right and to wait until he is off balance and wait until mitaka is off balance right and i think uh mitaka throws one more punch and uh, a snap kind of steps out of the way right he reaches behind him he grabs mitaka by the belt oh yeah and he heaves him to the air and just effing <laughs> body slams him to the floor of the shuttle just Bam! Something Snap would definitely, definitely yeah. know how to do. Yeah, yeah. And then he, I think he says, "Hug," <laughs> channeling bones, and he gets on top of him, 
and he just squeeze, he just starts the squeezing. Spirit of Mr. Bones is there. Yeah. yeah, he's squeezing the life out of Mataka. Right on top of him, just holding his slim little body, yeah. trying to crush those ribs. Yeah, snaps not normally this violence, but he has um, snapped. <laughs> yeah, he snapped. He snapped. Um, as this is happening, I think the, the stormtrooper returns. Yeah, he's like, <sighs> he's like I got to do something about this. He's like, man. Uh, that pilot droid says I have to help you. <laughs> and he's just like mumbling to himself. Yeah. And Mataka's like, help me. So uh, the droid, uh, excuse me, the stormtrooper, he could have easily just fired his blaster. Oh, yeah. He could just easily but take it. But it's dangerous, too. Because in, oh, yeah, in, in the inside of shuttle, yeah, the shuttle, close can find. He doesn't know. So he goes over and he starts trying to pull Snap apart yeah. from Mataka. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and I think he feels like this is a, a resistance pilot on a first order ship. Yeah. I am a stormtrooper. I right. have a blaster. I'm in control. I think he does successfully pull him up. And yeah. I think he puts his blaster to Snap's head and yes. says, it, yeah. uh, this is, this fight's over now. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I don't think it's over. It's, it's not over. What does Snap do? Well, it's over for one person. <laughs> Snap grabs the blaster, because the stormtroopers got it too close to snap. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, you, you don't want to read a James Bond novel. Yeah, don't put your blaster too close. Don't get too or close. Your gun. Right. So he grabs a blaster, but you know he has full. He, he can shoot. He, I mean, oh, he, yeah. he, he feels he has uh, full engagement here. No, the rules of engagement allow him to shoot without any uh, hesitation in his soul. So he does. He shoots, but he misses. He misses that close, and he hits the controls to the walkway. Oh, no. <laughs> it flies they open. They explode, and it <laughs> flies open. And the stormtrooper <sighs> slips and falls and starts flying out in the vacuum of space. Yeah. And at this point, Snap can't help but yeah. start to relate what's happening. It's like, I encountered yeah. a stormtrooper. I didn't get his, uh, his number. I'm yeah. so sorry. He is being sucked into the vacuum of space. Yeah. And as the last thing you hear from the stormtrooper is, I knew it. <laughs> I should have been a space trooper. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sad death, but sometimes that's what happens. It, ha- it happens. It happens. Yep. Uh, and yep. X418 at this point is just, he's trying to engage the hyperdrive and get, get out of there. Get out of there. All right. Yep. So uh, I think Mitaka realizes mm-hmm. this isn't about anger. Yeah. This is about life and death. And the right. one, he's pedantic. Mm. So the one thing he knows is ships. Yeah. And he knows that, uh, in fact, Snap Wexley is in a vulnerable space because right. the part of the ship that he's sliding on, or standing on, is a slider that helps facilitate cargo. Right. And Mitake hits a button, mm. and it sends uh, Snap flying off his, fl- uh, his feet, feet, and he's tumbling towards the walkway himself. Yeah. Right, right, right. And I think this is a good point where we can pause our narrative yeah. and decide who should live, who should die, who deserves to win this fight. Yeah. I think Snap, I'd like to see Snap win. I feel sorry for Mitaka. Me too. I, he's had a bad run. His um, name's Dopheld. Dopheld. <laughs> you, you're not doing yourself or your kid a lot of favors when you're naming him Dopheld. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, Dopheld, I don't know, you know, it, it, he definitely, he wouldn't win. There's no. no way he wins. No. So... I think Snap wins somehow. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, like, in just who wins in a fight for sure, Snap. Snap yeah, has yeah. a ton of experience. He knows the ways of violence, even if he doesn't normally use them himself. Right. So he's got to win. The question now is whether Mataka is going to die. Right. <laughs> 
I think he will. You think he will? But All not right. at the hands of Snap. Okay, tell me what you think happens. I think as the walkways open and the um, and the uh, packages or whatever you do, the cargo, the cargo and hitting yeah. Snap, he's about to lose. Um, He's fallen outside. He has the space helmet on, right? Still, yeah, yeah. Or he yeah. puts it back on. I think it's fair to play. Puts it because he had taken it off. Uh, yeah, yeah. He because he's well, gotten punched he, in the face. Right, but your face is a little bit exposed in that X-wing mask. Well, he has a space mask now. Yeah, right? I remember. Cause oh, the, yeah, because he put the he put the helmet on. Yeah. Right, right, right. So right. I think so he had. Let's say he raised his visor. Raised his visor. That got his makes little, sense. Little fists okay. in there. He puts the visor back down, creating a space lock around him. His face. Nice. And he. Mataka's grabbing his blaster, and he's pointing it at Snap. And Snap yeah. knows he has one decision to make. Try to survive this blaster to the face. Yeah. Or take his chances in space. Oh. And he lets go, and he falls out the walkway. He goes tumbling into space. Tumbling into the void of space. Is he going to meet the same fate wow. as the Stormtrooper? Hmm. I don't know. I don't think so. So as he's tumbling in space, Mataka thinks he's won. But as uh, as Snap is tumbling through space, he's looking around, and he's like, hey, I know that planet down there. And he identifies the planet that uh, they're flying by. Um, and uh, as he calls out, because the space helmet has radio. Oh, yeah. He calls out his location, and that allows Poe Dameron in his black T-70 X-Wing, to jump into hyperspace, come out of hyperspace, and grasp onto uh, Snap with some space arms. Because now we've gone into the comic book side of things. This wouldn't (laughs) happen on screen, but I guarantee you in issue 49 of the Poe Dameron comic, this would happen. The X-Wing, the astromech droid controlling it, which... Probably we'll assume it's BB-8. Um, uh, well, yeah, cause, yeah, BB because R two and, and Ray are going to be heading out. Yeah, um, and they grasp on the, the snap. Yeah, and snap is like, I know where we are. I've got all the information. I know who that was. And he just starts rattling like a computer. Yeah, rattling it like a computer. Yeah, and I think Poe gives him a little pep talk yeah. as Poe is wont to do. Yeah, and he says. Hey, buddy, I can pull you up. I can get you into this X-Wing. You look good in it. There's space in it uh, for you. Yeah. It's, it's going to be tight. Yeah. But we can both fit in here, and we can get to safety. <laughs> or you could end this. Yeah. You could go beyond recon, yeah. and you, my buddy, could finish this. Right. And I'll be right here for you. Okay. And I think that uh, Snap, Tim and Wexley, he, he remembers... The bold adventures he had in his youth. Yes, yes. Where he was daring. Where he taunted death. He laughed at death. Yeah, he was on Jakku. Before he was just a recon right. fighter. Right. And he says, yes, Poe. Yeah. Yes. So I think, uh, think Poe spins around, mm-hmm. careful not to <laughs> murder, yeah. snap, yeah. and basically throws him back on the ship <laughs> one more time. And I think as Mitaka yeah. is a, leaning over, he is about to hit the button and make his own report to the First Order. Right. Snap comes rolling back onto the ship. <laughs> pulls out a little ankle blaster. Yeah. One cool shot. Yeah. And suddenly 
there is a smoking hole where <laughs> Dop held Mataka's heart used to be. <laughs> he falls over. Dead. Dead. His last words are, please don't tell Ren. <laughs> please don't tell Ren. And then uh, e- and even the, the droid, X-418, is, yeah. puts his hands up. Yeah. But Snap yeah. has had it, and he puts a blaster bolt through both eyes <laughs> of that protocol droid. Yeah. Yeah. That ship is down. Down. And then he hears in his ears, good job, buddy. Yeah. From Poe Dameron. Yeah, I that, knew you could do it. That blaster looks great in your hands, man. Yeah, it looks yeah. great. Now you just take this Imperial shuttle, and we'll go back yeah. to the base yeah. together, man. <laughs> and I'll let you wear my jacket. <laughs> and I think they do fly off. Yeah. In uniform. Yeah. In unison. Together. They jump to light, hyperspace, hyper light speed, I should say, and uh, you still hear somewhere, very much hear hear it clearly in the vacuum of space. This is the worst day ever. <laughs> and that stormtroopers just flying along. And credits roll. That was a nice action-oriented ship-based fight here on Data Bank Brawl. Thank you guys so much uh, for suggesting that you'd like to hear a little bit about Lieutenant Mataka. I hope we uh, <laughs> delivered. Yeah, I, I'm sorry to all the Lieutenant Mataka fans out there. There's a lot. That he did need to meet his end. And we'll see when The Last <laughs> Jedi comes out if he maybe perhaps somehow miraculously survive yeah, maybe as always if there are characters that you want to see fight let us know there are many different ways to contact us and you can use the hashtag databank brawl you can suggest a fight but it's been really great you guys have been doing a great job lately of just saying like hey what about this guy what about this weird person yeah. what about a mouse droid and it's been uh, really enjoyable to work those into the fights and we'll keep doing that so keep suggesting them right Ken, where can people find you? You can find me at Ken Napsack across all social media platforms and, of course, on Anchor Talking Game of Thrones with the show Daily Thrones. Nice. You guys can also find me on Anchor. My station is Headcanon. It's all about different pop culture, weird, fun questions. Get to talk about Star Wars and lots of other things. Star Trek, Twin Peaks, superheroes, all sorts of fun stuff. You can also check out my podcast, Obsessed. That's on the Feral Audio Network. Of course, you should check out the Force Center Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Center. And if you'd like to get some merch, if you want to turn yourself into a walking advertisement for Force Center, we super appreciate that. Then you can go to tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. Personally, you can find me on all the social medias at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.